All right, time to get started here. Slowly but surely, Jody and I are going to bed a little bit earlier, but uh, she's got me binging the next thing, Sam. Oh, what? Big Little uh, Lies. We're watching Big Little Lies. Oh. I already HBO. watched it. Yeah, this is round two for Jody. So Jody's catching all the things she missed the first time, and I'm just ignorant. You know, whoa, whoa, whoa! The deal is, it's one of those really edgy shows. It won a ton of awards. Uh-huh. We were looking for something else to watch, and I was like, Murphy, you, you probably would like this a lot. It's only like seven or eight episodes. This is Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole Kidman, Reese yep. Witherspoon, Shailene Woodley, Alexander Skarsgård. A lot of awards won by mm-hmm. this show. And so, you know, look, it's the same kind of intensity as a lot of these Netflix and HBO originals, and so it's easy to get sucked into yes. with only one small problem. Why? You can't watch it with kids around. I mean, no. it's an, yet another one of these movies, I mean, or TV shows so where HBO. you just, yeah, you got to pick and choose your time. So, you know, we're, we're, that's one reason it's going to take us a while to get through all seven. That's okay. I think we're at five, Murph. That's not that much. I think by the end of the week, we should be good. Well, I don't want it to be over yet. I'm, okay, we'll drag uh, it out. Isn't there a season two plan, though? Yeah, there is, what's funny is that the it was based on a book called Big Little Lies that was hugely successful, and that was all that there was. And so they did this series. They thought they'd do it one time, and there's so much fan you know, desire that they got together. Reese Witherspoon is like the producer of it. They got together with the writer and said, write me a second season. Mm-hmm. And just about everybody's coming back, and they've added like Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah. This, this is a yeah. huge cast. I mean, I mean, for season one, it's it's the same thing, and so now now that I'm watching it, I totally get why Nicole Kidman won everything the, she won. She won Emmys for it, didn't she? Um, and Golden Globes and Golden Globes, and so did Alexander Skarsgård. Uh huh. It yes, is he just did. it's nail biting. It is crazy. Ah, so, Here's yeah. what's cool, Murphy. You don't know this, and I am so anti spoiler. I'll never say a word to you, Good. and I'm grateful for that, Joe. But um, I'm catching so much more this time. So. So many subtle little up, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Knowing what the, what's coming, right? It's exciting. Is this a uh, female oriented show, or is it good for everybody? It's good for everybody, Sam. Yeah, I think it's good for everybody. It's very bloodline esque. It oh. centers around Ooh. better than that, though. I think. Yeah. In ways better. It's not about a family. It's just about a group of moms and dads trying to live and in, in this area of California. That mm-hmm. I don't want to go too far into it, but it's crazy adult good, if you will. Okay. Um. Why it took Sam, why it took you all day yesterday to feel better. We're going to go there. After my man Sunday. Never seen you look so green. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. First one of the morning. I don't think it'll be gritty, but Dolly Parton getting her own Netflix show. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so I got to tell you about a new Netflix show that is coming where it was sort of an accidental announcement. Someone spilled the beans, Murphy. Ah, uh-huh, one of those scenes. Those phrases. Okay, do you know Netflix had, they had these conferences and panels where some of their current shows, the people will get up there and, you know, just speak to an audience. I think they do that before Emmy mm-hmm. nominations come down. So uh, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda did this to promote their upcoming, you know, Grace and Frankie next season. <laughs> my remaining years alone. I'm just like you, but with a better personality. Well, maybe this Certainly. is a show we should check out. I know yeah. it's really targeted probably older than us, but... Supposedly it's funny. It's mm-hmm. really good. Producer David, former producer David, loved that show. Yeah, he did. Okay, so um, one of the questions from the audience was, hey, is your good friend Dolly Parton ever going to join you for like a cameo? Right. And Lily Tom and Tomlin sends back to the, yeah, well, you know, she's so busy, scheduling is an issue, and she's got her own deal with Netflix now, and it's like, what? What? 
Room got silent. Say what? Um, so the deal was, uh, she didn't mean to say that. And so they kind of tried to cover it up or whatever and then move on. It's too late by that point. Mm-hmm. Dolly tweeted yesterday, as a songwriter, I've always enjoyed telling my stories through my music. I'm thrilled to be bringing some of my favorite songs to life with Netflix. Jolene, Jolene, we hope Jolene, our show will inspire and entertainment families and folks of all generations. So you think it'll be like a storyteller's? I do. Mm-hmm. Why well, not? If she mimics her concerts, that's exactly the way she'll do it. You know, yeah. I, Jody didn't get to see it when I, I took the girls, unfortunately. Yeah. But about half the show was music and half was storytelling, and all of it was awesome. Right. And jokes. She made everybody laugh too, which she's got she's a knack for. That's yeah. going to be a good so I can big see that working. Netflix show. So look for it. I don't have an announcement on when, but I know it is coming. Also, wanted to remind you, uh, Bill Clinton doing media tours right now with author james patterson because the book that they wrote together called the president is missing is now available bill's uh-huh. been talking about how much fun it was for him to do this it was exciting and i loved it because i i'm a big mystery and thriller reader have been for almost 40 years and i read a lot of them every year and i always wanted to write one he sounds a little different now, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. So that's this is a fiction book, I'm guessing? Oh, it is a fiction book. But Historical he cons- fiction? He consulted on what a president could and I would do stories to tell in you. circumstances. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam is a lot less green today than he was yesterday morning. Yeah, it's my uh, Jeep trail ride, and I do have to apologize to my neighbor Cecil for what I did in his Jeep for the weekend. Sammy got manly the other day, but paid for it all day yesterday. You were green yesterday and sick. Green? Better than white. You know, like... Ghostly white. Ghostly white. And sweaty. Okay, yeah. so let everybody in on it in case they missed it. Uh, my neighbor, Cecil, has a Jeep, and he <laughs> invited me uh, over the weekend to go trail riding with him. And this is an organized trail ride. There, there are... I don't know if they're professionals, but there were about 10 Jeeps and a couple of guys who lead the ride and tell you, they guide you so that nobody can get hurt. You know, on this one, you turn this way, you turn that way. Okay. Be careful, do this and do that. And And so are the Jeeps, do you take the tops off or is is this like really woodsy, rugged or uh, is this? It depends on the person uh, because some of the people had tops (laughs) off. We took our top off, the Jeep's top, not, you know. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And some rode with them on. you were being rugged, okay. Yeah. And (laughs) you go and you down... And you come up, and you get jostled. It's left just and bouncy right. constantly. It's very, very bouncy. It's not what I expected it to be. I thought it would just be more fun and pretty. And, <laughs> and the thing is, in doing it, when we would go down and get thrown all over, it's fun. You know how I am when when I get when, like roller coasters. I laugh. You laugh the whole time. Houses, Sam. I laugh. Yeah. To me, it's like. <laughs> And so I was laughing and giggling, and then I realized about halfway through it. I'm not feeling too well. Mm. And, you know, we t- we stopped about halfway through. I had the snack, but I was not feeling that well. And so I kind of was quiet. So you mean to tell me you were able to fly with the Blue Angels like you did? Like, And I know you got a little green with that, yeah. but you couldn't do a Jeep ride. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and, you know, I made it and I, tell, I, tell, I apologized to Cecil after. I was like, man, I had a blast doing this, but it just didn't leave my stomach feeling too well. What you know what? That? I think it's probably more fun to be the driver than it is the passenger. Yeah. Totally. I, I mean, driving the Jeep man over the hills, that's like me you know, doing the mountains a couple of years ago. Right. Awesome for you if you're behind the wheel. Probably uh-huh. not so great for the passenger. Murphy, that's true. I'd forgotten about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, anything. What, and it's funny. Once you your equilibrium is thrown off like that, Mm -hmm. it's very hard to get it back. 
And, it's, and it's very and it's hard. frustrating too because it's like I wanted to do this and it was yes. fun. It was literally fun doing and I think everybody should try doing Are this. Are you kidding? How many people have gone deep sea fishing yeah. and then like were just Oh ruined. yeah, it's the same thing, man. That's ruined. why you know, maybe you should have put one of those things behind your ears, you know, or taking some patch or whatever. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I think you should keep doing like manly things with Cecil and keep trying and just don't get bumped around again like that. All right, let him see let him uh, see if he'll let you drive next oh, time. Oh, right. Ooh. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Next time somebody gives you the cold shoulder, you should take it as a compliment. <laughs> All right, sort of. And we kind of started something yesterday. Things that we say, and we say it without really knowing what it means, where it came from. It just kind of gets passed down from generation to generation. Yeah, yours was break the ice. Right, Murphy? Yeah, well, a lot of them came from apparently old shipping. Even Bailey, producer Bailey, asked about three sheets to the wind, <laughs> which was a real term for when the when the ship's sail started pushing the boat sideways. Not what it means now. Yeah. Yeah. But you can but see that's how where it came it from. Yeah. get to be what but it means. A lot, a lot, so a lot came from shipping. When you started talking about this, I started thinking about things that I have heard my whole life, but didn't understand right. didn't question i didn't i didn't well no i didn't understand and everybody uses this term and make fun of me if you want to but do you know really what it means when people say it's apples and oranges apples are different than oranges right. yeah whenever i first started hearing this i did not understand what it meant um and a few times i looked it up but sometimes if, it, if something doesn't stick with you it doesn't stick with you so i've had to look it up before because i never understood i thought they're both fruits are you saying they're exactly alike? Are you saying they're very opposite? In other words, I didn't get it. Uh-huh. And if you look that's, it up, it means they're opposite. Yeah, and I guess that's the danger of things that are sayings that people don't question. Sure. I mean, to me, that one sticks out. But there's some you say it, you don't think about it. Yeah. Um, before we go to the 24-hour voicemail, um, you know, more than you can shake a stick at. You've heard that? Do you ever yeah. use Ooh. that? I have I said that before, and I don't know why. I well, don't use it. I don't know what it is. It usually means you've got a ton of something, and that originated from the farm. When if if a if a farmer was blessed with a lot of sheep and yeah. that's how he herded his sheep up, it oh, was really more sheep than he could sta- shake a stick at. Oh, oh makes that's sense. sweet. Huh. Um, more than you can shake a stick the at. The one that threw me off is when somebody's giving you the cold shoulder. <laughs> yeah, right. And we all know they're, what that means, right? Yes, it seems to make they sense. Ignore you, or they're just not being nice to you, or being whatever. Cold. But there was a time where getting the cold shoulder was a good thing. It was in during medieval times that after a great meal together or a great you know, visit together, uh, a house, you know, a, a host would give somebody a cold pork shoulder or something like that as a meat oh. gift. And then you would take, and so apparently getting the cold shoulder was that a good was thing. Good. But that was thousands of years ago. Now, yeah. apparently not so good. Yeah. I always thought it was a, your body part, like uh, turning, turning around yeah, like, and it's yeah. cold. It seemed to make sense to me. Yeah. So interesting. Well, these are so apples and oranges. Yeah, <laughs> right. Different. Apples and oranges, different. Okay, yeah. We're going to get into our 24-hour voicemail coming up, and you can call us anytime with yours, 877-310-4MSJ. So I guess we'll just bite the bullet here and uh, go to our 24-hour voicemail, these sayings. <laughs> Yay. Bite the bullet actually is one of those that I've heard the story about bite the bullet before. Yeah. Is it and war? It's, it is true. Well, during wartime okay. in the battlefield before anesthesia was easy to get around, there actually did... Anesthesia did exist, but there wasn't enough time to administer it. Sure. So if you were working on a wounded soldier, they would put a bullet bullet in his mouth, oh, and he no. would bite down on that. And I guess the fear of the bullet going off in your mouth was enough to distract you. Probably not as effective <sighs> as modern. Horrible. It's not as effective as modern anesthesia, though. Is yeah. It? That's horrible. That's where that phrase "bite the bullet" came from. You have been shot. Take a chance. You're about to be worked on, and oh, this might go off in your mouth. 
That's yeah. horrible. Oh, don't forget to take a shot of whiskey first and then put the bullet in your mouth. Okay. Because that made it all better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we love to hear from you. And I think we have one of these, another one of these explained for us uh, on our 24-hour voicemail, 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, guys. I just wanted to add to your American sayings that we don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. So this is Melissa. And Hi. The phrase saved by the bell was because decades ago, uh, before all this modern technology, uh, they thought people had passed away, so they would go to bury them. Um, some people were not dead and were either buried alive or oh. if somebody had been to be there, they'd hear banging or anything and were, you know, rescued. However, um, to avoid that situation, they put a bell in with everybody they buried so that if they did, in fact, wake up, they would mm. ring the bell in hopes that somebody would hear them. Oh, my gosh. And hence the phrase, saved by the bell. So I just wanted to share that. I thought it was one of those uh, quirky little things that, again, Americans say that most people don't uh, realize where it comes from. So that's one of my favorites. So have a great day. Thanks for listening. Melissa, again, that's <laughs> Thank horrible. You for the <laughs> I had no idea that's where that <laughs> came from. I thought from. it was just a fun little school thing. A TV show. <laughs> what if you were the poor soul that wasn't given a bell? Uh, <laughs> then you were a poor soul. Um, reach out to us anytime. We do love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Is Legally Blonde really coming back for a third round? Tell you about Ooh. it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We have to tell you all about this Reese Witherspoon possibly bringing back Legally Blonde talk. Trust me, Paulette, you have all the equipment. You just need to read the manual. <laughs> I'm going to show you a little maneuver that my mother taught me in junior high. So cute. In my experience, it has a 98% success rate of getting a man. That movie was perfect and for her. It was. And I never saw the it second one, mm-hmm. sadly. I mean, uh, I wanted to. Yeah, really missing anything. One yeah. of those characters that you want more of. Yeah, okay. the first one was better. The first one came out in 2001. That's a head scratcher for you. The second one in 2003. So this is a long time coming if they're really discussing Legally Blonde 3, but the word is they're in talks about it she would have to be really on board because she has so much going on right now so many big relationships like with hbo for Mm -hmm. big little lies too which is not only she's not only starring in that but it's like her project she brought the book to be she bought the rights yeah she's turning a lot of books into movies right now she sure is man she has got some great movies not just walk the line where she won for but her the first thing i ever saw her in was this movie called the man in the moon Mm -hmm. If you've never seen it before, it's not. like one of her first like movie movies. She was a kid, and it was great. It's a good family movie. So Reese Witherspoon may be bringing that character back. Also, let's let you know about Chris Pine. Actor Chris Pine being spotted on the Wonder Woman 2 set and fans losing their minds about it. Have you never met a man before? I mean, what about your father? I had no father. Okay. I was brought to life by Zeus. By Zeus. Well, that's neat. Well, that's neat. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so there was a picture of him on the set p- that posted on Instagram, and then it was quickly deleted. Right. So the fans are like, what? Wait. Why is he there? Because if you know anything about it, like, how would they make that happen? It could be a new story. It could be a flashback. could be a modern-day ancestor. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But because they quickly deleted it, maybe they didn't want 
Well, you know they don't want any the, the word to get out. Inclination, yeah. whoever snapped that picture. But he was on the set. You can be hopeful for it. And you that was actually that the good movie from the DC franchise. You like that? Yeah. Gives you hope. Uh, it's coming out, Wonder Woman 2, next year. Okay. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55, Sean Mendez does carpool karaoke, and we learn a lot about him. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up, Sam feels like he's got to stand up for James Corden. Yeah, everybody loves uh, carpool karaoke, but I think there's something we're all missing that we need to listen to. Okay, cool. Um, also, I want to let you know, Sam, since you saw Solo this weekend, the Star Wars story. Yes. Um, we have our very own Chewbacca at home. Showed up at the house. Coming up later, guys, um, our youngest daughter, Phoebe, loves estate sales, but the one thing she always goes to and, and, and is very curious about at mm-hmm. an estate sale is is crazy to me, different, and unexpected. Right. Okay? And she actually bought one the other day. We're gonna Surprise tell you, me, too. I wonder how many of these we can keep in the house. I know. Tell you about that later on. We'll do that just before <laughs> eight. Um, and our older daughter, by the way, while we're, t- while we're taking Phoebe to estate sales on the weekends, Taylor is working. At the movie theater. Yeah, she works at the movie theater, and... Um, the perks are she can bring her friends to see movies, I think, like maybe once a week. Right. She's only taken advantage of that one time so far. Yeah, and she's not going to overdo that one, no. which is good. She knows about not overdoing it, which is kind of cool, too. Mm-hmm. Like, no, not to show up every day with a caravan of people. Um, the other perk is that, you know, she gets popcorn anytime she wants. <laughs> to me, that's a perk. Popcorn oh my God, the Movie perk. theater popcorn. Yeah. And she, has ne- she had never brought any home until the other night. She gets home from work. Yeah. And she drops a bag of movie theater popcorn on the bar, on the counter. Can I tell you how fast I jumped up from the the sofa? (laughs) Movie theater popcorn, or popcorn in general of any kind, is pretty much a weakness for me. And the movie theater stuff I try to stay away from because I understand it's soaked in the most fatty oil ever. Oh, did she have butter on it? Yeah. Uh, she did. Uh, she she told me that. In fact, mm. when she got in the car, because you know she got her permit, so she she drove us home. I had to hold the popcorn oh. and not eat any. Yeah, which was tricky. Um, and look, she was like, "Yeah, you can." Ha-. It was a small bag, but that's all you know. She and every time I passed by the bar that night, I mean, I did grab a handful or two. Incredible that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we never, Murphy and I, we never order the big thing anymore. We just don't. If if we do what it... What do you mean? At the theater when we yeah. go watch a movie? Yeah, that's why it's such a treat. You know what I'm saying? It's such a treat when she brings it home. We just don't order the big thing of it right. anymore. Well, you, Murphy, you're watching what you eat. Did you able? To, were you able to uh, stick your hand in for a couple handfuls? Well, I took one taste, you know. You did? It was, Good. Yeah, it was enough. I um, Jody always used to love to get the big tub, though, because we'd eat some at the theater and then refill it and bring it home yeah. for the girls. For the kids. I'd be yeah. like, we went to the movies, you get the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Woo! Anyway... Finally, one perk for mom. She brought home some movie theater popcorn and it was fantastic. And by the way, it is all gone now. Coming up with Murphy, Sam and Jody. Got your music news for you and some bad news actually for Mariah Carey and her new Vegas residency. Ouch. Also, I'm loving hearing from you on Facebook and Instagram. Your email answered in the producer's mail bag next. Keep up with us all day on Facebook. When you like our page, you'll get notifications to it whenever we go Facebook Live, post, and so forth. And we don't want you to miss a thing. Yeah. And we don't want to miss a thing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us. It's time for the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's in your bag today? 
Okay, Jody, so you posted, or we posted a video about self-checkout and your thoughts about it. <laughs> well, I don't want to self-checkout, even though I feel like I'm forced to sometimes. Yeah. Sam, you love self-checkout. I love self-checkout. Uh, I love self-checkout also. It's Jody's, it's a patience thing. It's Jody's frustration with the technology, I think, uh-huh. that causes it. You'd be great with you it. say that, and yes, I have trouble scanning sometimes, but that's not it. I don't want to do it. I've already made the list, shopped. I'm going to go home and put it away and cook with it all. At least somebody else can scan it. That's all I'm are that's you, all my thing. Are you like, upset that full service gas stations are still going? For, I'm still mad about it. I still think we somebody should open please one. Please pump the gas. I really check hate, my oil. I hate to pump gas too. Mm. Yes, so I'm a princess. I apparently. still think in this world though, where where thing everything comes full circle. I think one day you'll see somebody bring that back. Yeah. I just cannot wait. I'll be yeah. your first customer. Okay, Bailey, what do we have? Okay, so well, Nina shares your same thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Self checkout. Wait a minute. Do I have to do everything now? Totally. <laughs> Picking out everything. Holla. Okay. Um, Vicky says that she actually loves self-checkout. She right. can bag things according to where they go in her house. Ooh. And she's usually quicker than the people who are checking other people out. Huh. But maybe I'm just too much of a control freak, she says. Mm, Vicky, you know, that's good, though. I know, yeah. Jody, you make fun of me self-check, doing the self-checkout so that, you can that stay there was no interaction. Yeah. But no, Damn. I do it for speed. If, if I go up and there's lines and there's a few people in each line, you go okay. to the self-checkout, there's usually no one there because no one does it. Wants to do it. So you go through and boom, 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 you're in and out. Okay. You know what? Maybe that would actually be the moment of peace in your day, though, where you don't have to speed through. Do we have to really speed through everything we do in life? Mm. The, your checkout line actually could be the moment where you stop, take a breath, see what magazines are on the rack. I don't <laughs> as know. long as there's not a line of people behind you and then you're that guy. But yes. <laughs> Okay, I mean, Vicky. do you really want your moment of zen to be at the checkout Thank line? Thank you, Bailey. That's, that's your only moment of zen. That's yeah. where you find the inquirer. <laughs> uh, Melissa says, I love it, except for when there's an unidentified object in the bagging area. <laughs> I had an argument with the register several times. Thank the other you. Day. That is hilarious. Yeah. It's true. I have those every so often like myself. For me, if I move something from the bagging area to my basket, because hello, I have to, and then it starts beeping at me and talking to me, yeah. because... Well, Something's then, been taken off. Yeah, and, and then it doesn't do anything until somebody comes over to clear it for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get behind me in the self-checkout. Uh-huh. Just a little word. Julie noted. Thank you, Nina, Vicky, and Melissa. We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up, Sam has music news. Not looking too good for Mariah Carey and her new Vegas show. Sam's got music news. Not looking too good uh, for Mariah Carey's new Vegas show, the one that's Why? called Butterfly Returns. It starts July 5th. Now you can't have me when you want me. Why not? It seems like to me this would be a great show to go check Wait, is out. Is she pulling a Mariah? Uh, no, no. She's, she's doing not late. fine. No, no, no. Okay. It has nothing to do with us. It doesn't start to July 5th, so it hasn't started yet. Uh, wh- ticket okay. sales, pre-sale <laughs> tickets are not going too well. In fact, a bunch of... <laughs> The scalpers uh, have snatched up a bunch of tickets to be able to jack the rate up. They they said they're being stuck with them, too, because not everybody's buying. And Hmm. inside Mariah's camp, the word is that some of the people in the camp wanted her to do a smaller arena so they could guarantee sellout. Right. And she's doing the Coliseum at Caesars, which is 4,300 seats. And they said maybe that could be the issue. We don't know. But Careful telling Mariah that. No, yeah. So as you get closer to July the 5th, maybe we'll start picking up. I would think so. If you're there and there's a ticket available, I would do it in a heartbeat. Not having this problem is Taylor Swift. Stadium tour. Huge. Uh, There was concern before she went on the tour and Mm -hmm. kicked it off that she wasn't selling tickets too well, but uh, the first night was a record setter. The couple of nights she had at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, breaking records even higher than the 
previous record breaker, U2. Hello. Every single song from the new album Mm -hmm. and then favorites and like surprise performances every single night. I've seen her. I saw her for the 1989 tour. It does not disappoint. Well, and that's all it takes is one concert to start to talk and once everybody's raving about it. It's true. So true. Uh, Pink is on tour right now with her beautiful trauma tour Mm -hmm. and you know, Pink does in during concerts, she does No Doubt's uh, Just a Girl. Well, the other night in L.A., guess who popped up on stage to help her sing the song? Gwen. The originator, Gwen Stefani. So they both did uh, Just a Girl, trading verses on it. Uh, That's exciting. And speaking of Gwen, this is really funny. She and Blake, her boyfriend, Blake Blake Shelton, Shelton. uh, they went to a wedding the other day. Uh, And at the wedding, the DJ... Yeah. Besides, hey, I'm going to be cool about this. I'm going to play Holla Back Girl. Wait, that is a good wedding. I know that. Song. But, but when she's there and mm. to single her out while she's there. Yeah. So they've got people that actually did phone video of her dancing to her own to song. To her own song. Yeah. Right. Well, you got to. cool with it? She looked like it. I mean, she wasn't going to go bad mouth the guy. I'm sure she's yeah. used so to that. The video, she was dancing away at it. So Sort of encounter. Yeah. yeah. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, the surprising things or thing that our 13-year-old is interested in when we go to estate sales. Mm-hmm. And now she's bought more than one. I'll tell you about it next. So you can never um, really predict the kind of things that your children will be interested in. And that's cool. That's actually the fun part to me about having kids. You can think that you know that your kids are going to be just like you. And they're not. They are their own beings. They're going to come into the world and find interest. And so you've got to help them dig into those, I think. And so our Phoebe Murphy, our youngest... Um, you know where I'm about the story I'm about to tell. I think you do anyway. The old soul that She's is Phoebe. Such an old soul. Mm-hmm. Like I really understand what that means now since I had her. Well, you know she loves to go to estate sales, right? And just the other day, she was like, "Taylor's at work. Dad's doing this. Can you and I go?" Some she saw a sign for uh-huh. an estate sale. I'm like, you know what? Why not? One on one time right. estate sales. So we hit a few. So the first one, and, and I've noticed this the last few times we've gone. We walk into an, a home for an estate sale. She makes a beeline to the fine china, and it's specifically tea sets. Huh. Now, she does like to drink tea, yeah. and I have some of my grandmother's old china, which is certainly not anything expensive. It yeah. certainly is very... Well. Country Rose or something like that. And I have one really interesting set that I didn't intend on winding up with. Right. It's I cool. never even knew the story on this because I remember my grandmother had it in her house. Yeah. And then my mother, before she passed away, wound up boxing it up and saying, hey, you know what? You should have this because you have a lot of Heidi, my grandmother's name, stuff. I'm like, okay. But it is a, it's a tea set that my grandfather brought back when he was on a tour of duty in World War II. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if this thing's worth anything or not, but it's very Eastern It looking. probably it's is. Cool. It's got dragons on it. Does it have that beautiful. blue? No, no, no. It's okay. not the blue. Okay. It's more of a rusty colors uh-huh. with the dry. It's really gorgeous. I have it somewhere. Like we, we don't let the kids drink out of that one right. at all. It's too beautiful. Probably not microwave safe. Well, Phoebe, <laughs> lo- <laughs> please don't. Or don't even say that. Phoebe makes a beeline for the tea sets, but it specifically yeah. loves the ones that are just sort of Asian, you know, beautiful or whatever kind of a thing. Well, she did buy something. It wasn't an actual tea set, but something the other day called... And, it, and the lady selling it said it's Satsuma. I go home and Google. Uh-huh. This is Chinese. It's Chinese porcelain stuff. And some of it is worth a ton of money. Huh. And she got a set for $2. Oh, how much is it worth? I haven't found her set yet. Oh, uh, you know, and I'm sure it, 
you know, it's probably just be careful about right exactly how you hype it up. Oh my gosh, this thing's worth two grand. It's, no, I'm just saying it probably would have been sold at a garage sale for that. Her yeah. taste is really kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I'll post nice. a picture of it for you, okay, in just a few minutes. Uh, on our Facebook page. My favorite moment, though, of, of a sale that weekend had yes. nothing to do with what was being sold. <laughs> Jody got busted on something. That's next. <laughs> I'm not so sure I've ever seen Jody so excited to go to a garage sale. Actually, yeah, this wasn't a estate. garage sale. This was an estate sale. Which, oh, it's fancy. Well, you know what? Now it is. It's, I don't know that it's fancy. What it is, is everything is for sale. So at a garage sale, usually it's just people getting rid of the things that they don't want. At an estate sale, Almost it's, a, it's a lifetime of stuff, right. sometimes junk, but a lifetime of things that you yes. know the family just wants to sell. Mm-hmm. So and you do, you can see a lot more. Our youngest Phoebe loves to go to estate sales. I took her to an estate sale the other day, and she was looking at the china. She loves those sets and all that. She bought a little one uh, that day. Is but that any, where she got the dollar chucks? Different. Oh. Different. She got dollar chucks that day, too. We right. hit like two garage sales, two estate sales, gotcha. and we were wiped out by 1 p.m. Yeah. She's... Sam's most impressed by the Buck Chuck. They yeah, were. I saw it on. I saw it on Facebook. I was like, man. Yeah. yeah, that was the score to me too. But she's more about the tea sets. So anyway, when we're leaving that first estate estate sale, it's like we're having another one today. The company. Yeah. And it's across town. Here's the address. And so we pick up Murphy. Come join us. You know. And I'm thinking, I wonder if this address is where I think it is. You know that house I love is there. And yeah. she said it was an older, it's like a farmhouse. And sure enough, we drive up to this estate sale, and it's a house I have admired for years. And I'm like flipping out. We're about to get to go inside. Like it's a house that I wish it would have gone for sale once so I could see what it's like inside. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Jody was more interested in touring the home than she was actually buying the stuff. I tried to keep my enthusiasm down you know as soon as she walked in the door so are there things for sale in every room in this house (laughs) yes Yes. there are so we got to go to every room in the house yeah um the downstairs was exciting more exciting than the upstairs because this is an old house yeah I, i just it's one that we always every time we ever passed it it's on a corner. We're like, oh, I love that I love house. It. It's, it's like, I mean, both Jody and I are suckers for those houses. Here's older. the trick, though. We love the older homes. We're not really good about maintaining. Well, not, not, we're not doer, fixer we're, we're not the kind who can go in right exactly and turn yeah. into what it needs to be turned into. Right. What's what they call a rehab? Basically, that's what it Flipping is. Flipping or whatever. Well, yeah. no. Flipping's when you sell it. Yeah. If you wanted to move into it and rehab it, you're rehabbing it. Yeah, we're not those people. We barely can do our own little projects so like fix the ice maker. thrilled that you got to go into it? Yes. Was it... Was it what you thought it would be it, it was so charming yes but it needs a lot of love and i overheard in the kitchen the lady saying yeah it is going to be for sale i'm like ah! but it needs way too much stuff huh. but it was exciting to, mm-hmm. i have mentally gone through that house in my brain wondering what it was really like and now i know yeah so exciting we didn't buy a thing in there i can't remember what was for <laughs> sale Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. All right, Sean Mendez does carpool karaoke. We have some of it for you, and we learn a lot about him. Mm-hmm. And also, everything there is to know so far about Dolly Parton's Netflix show. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so James Corden of The Late Late Show has been busy and in the car a lot because already, boom, again this week we have a new carpool karaoke. Well, we just did Adam and, Levine like a week ago. I know, and this one's good though, especially if you're a fan of Shawn Mendes. Oh, James Corden really goes for it. Like, he's more animated than Shawn. Yeah. And it's fun. Uh, he can sing. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... Um, 
There was so much to know about Sean Mendez. By the way, he's so talented. Mm-hmm. Like all these songs to come out of him, so young. Um, we were, and you learn a lot about him in this one. They seem to get really personal about him moving out, not living at home anymore, but his mom still doing his laundry. Um, also, uh, his love for Harry Potter. I, I really like Harry Potter. On the scale of 10 being crazy super fan and zero is hate it, never seen it, where are you? 9.5. Really? Yeah. You love it that much? I do. I really do. I have a whole book at home that I wrote wrote all the spells in and stuff. He's oh. <laughs> wow. a mad fan. And if you know someone who's a mad fan of him, it's a really fun mm-hmm. carpool karaoke, of course, with some surprises. And it's available now. It's there today. Okay, this news about Dolly Parton and Netflix is true. So cool that she will executive produce and co-star in an eight-episode anthology series based on her music. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Now, this isn't like a story built around it. This is actually kind of like storytellers. Probably more like storytellers. Like, I could see one whole episode on Jolene. Oh, yeah. And her telling you, st- like, behind the music almost, but for Netflix. And then a whole episode on I Will Always Love You. Oh, what? Wow. In fact, that's the one you save right, for episode end. eight. Mm-hmm. And she is just lovely. You know what the world needs? is more Dolly Parton in every in your every single day. You know it's true. So look for that coming soon on Netflix. I'm excited about it. They're like underway in production. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's all Dolly's thing. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30, is Reese Witherspoon really bringing back or bringing us Legally Blonde 3? Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Thank you for spending part of your Memorial Day with us. Yeah, watch out for the sketchy hot dogs. (laughs) Uh, We hope you enjoy your time with your family and cooking and all that, but also be sure that you remember what today is really about. Right, honoring those who sacrificed everything for our freedoms. To celebrate our fallen soldiers, the people that died in the Army. Give credit back to those who gave their lives for our freedom. And we have all kind of summer fun for you at murphysamandjody.com. In case you've missed it, the fun summer, the summer eats. You know, great little recipe ideas there for you. And then the Not So Serious Book Club, which Jody's kind of going from book to book this year, it seems. Yay. You still reading multiple books at once? No, but I picked up a new one. I'll tell you about it later, this hour. Picked up a new one. I'm excited about it. It's going to take me all summer. So the 24-hour voicemail has been loading up with the sayings. Things we say, we don't really know what they mean, Mm -hmm. but they just like stay part of the American lexicon for whatever reason. (laughs) And one of the ones that... Every person I know says, and we probably have no clue where it comes from, is spilling the beans. Uh, what, what does it mean when you spill the beans? Well, it means that you tell something you weren't supposed to tell. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. It's, Oops, you spilled was, the beans. It was supposed to be confidential, and then you spilled the beans. You know what it is, Murphy? Yeah, I found out where this one came from. And it, is it a kitchen? It goes back to ancient Greece. And when they would, if there were candidates up for an election, yeah. and you were voting on which one you did it, they did it with beans. That's a, so a black. Cr- a black bean would mean you disapproved mm-hmm. of the candidate. A white bean mean you approved the candidate, and you would put them in the jar. Well, occasionally a clumsy voter <laughs> would knock over the jar and spill the beans. Is that where this term bean counter came from? Ooh, You're a bean counter. Are I you counting guess. votes? I don't know. I guess I need to look. We'll that look one that one up too. So spill the beans. Okay. Huh. It's yeah. It's not, it's funny because that that's not what it means, yeah. To, to us, it means you spill the. Well, yeah, I mean, it secrets. means that you've, right. you've revealed something that was not said in confidence. It's just yeah. that's where it started. Very cool. So I wonder if you could intentionally spill the beans. 
in order to have everybody start voting again. You know, you want to screw up the count. Oh, yeah. dirty politics. I see what you're you saying. Know, something like going back maybe, a long time. Like maybe the Russians would do. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. All right, coming up, your, um, we're going to go, we're going to dig into that 24-hour voicemail from 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Got to tell you about the scariest, I didn't tell you this, the scariest part of the Jeep trail ride I took with my neighbor. Yes, Sam. Was before you got sick? Uh, this is during and why I got sick. Uh. And we're all glad Sam is feeling better today. It took him a full day to recover from his Jeep trail ride. Did you finally get some ginger ale yesterday afternoon? Uh, oh, yes, I Sam. drank uh, some uh, carbonated beverages and... Nice. Ate some crackers. Got the illness out Good. of me. Okay. So have we decided that this was just a rough trail ride, or was it a sensitivity on your part? I, I, well, it's a rough trail ride, but I believe there was a uh, a sensitivity on my part as well. Well, that's you know, just equilibrium. Yeah, and if you don't do that every day, I mean, if you were out riding roller coasters every day and, you know, right. uh, going through, what, what do they call it, the 3D rides, the virtual rides, that yeah. kind of stuff, you probably would build up a tolerance to that, but... And you don't fly very often either. No, it's, so. it wasn't my thing. Yeah, my neighbor invited me to go on the the, uh, the Jeep trail ride, and I went. And um, Jody, I got to tell you about the scariest part of this, and you okay. might like it because I know you do like roller coasters. I do. Uh, when you go at the top of that first hill on the roller coaster, and you usually really, the highest, and, and you can't see down, and you're wondering what it's going to look like. That's what we experienced a couple of times. Wow! And the guides kept telling us that you know you're going to get to this point where you just have to commit. They use the word commit a lot. Man, you just got to commit. Or when you're zipping up the hill, punch the gas, man, you just got to commit. Yeah. Well, you're trusting it. So these are trails that actually, they've been done before. They're made for it. Okay. So it's not like it's a total surprise. No. They they knew where they were going. There were ruts in it and... But you would get to the top and look, and you know, looking over the front of the Jeep, you couldn't see what was under you until wow. the Jeep actually. So you get down and you realize it's a ravine and a bear. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know, part of the reason I went on this too was to get muddy. You know, because I wanted to get covered in mud and yeah, and doesn't sound like you unless it's at a spa. But okay, we there was only a couple of parts where it really got muddy. There was one where we got to the top of a hill and he go and they asked us, "Do you want to go just go down or do you want to get muddy?" You know, and Cecil was driving. And he goes, we want to get muddy, you know, because right. we both did. And there was a giant, big old puddle of mud. And you did? So that's the way we went. And you hit the mud, and all of a sudden, he's revving the wheels. You know, uh, the mud's coming because of the wheels are spinning. The back wheels are throwing mud over the back of us. Yeah. Oh. You know, and we didn't make it through, so we had to back up and do it again. And back up and do it again. <laughs> it was every little boy's dream. Yeah. The whole okay. Jeep was covered in mud. We were covered in mud. So you were happy about that part. Oh, yeah. And he was screaming, <laughs> I got mud in my eye, which is not good for the driver. No. No. Nah, but, yeah, it was it was, and, it was a fun thing to and do. And sadly, you won't be doing it again, though, because your delicate did not sit well with the stomach, <laughs> no. We kid. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Hopefully you didn't wake up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. That's another one of those sayings, by oh. the way. In case you don't know where that came from, that's coming up. But next, we're going to check the 24-hour voicemail for a few that you wanted to share. So I guess we'll just bite the bullet here and uh, go to our 24-hour voicemail, you sayings. <laughs> Yay. Bite the bullet actually is one of those that I've heard the story about bite the bullet before. Yeah. Is and it war? It is true. Well, during wartime okay. in the battlefield before anesthesia was easy to get around, there actually did... Anesthesia did exist, but there wasn't enough time to administer it. Sure. So if you were working on a wounded soldier, they would put a bullet bullet in his mouth, oh, and he no. would bite down on that. And I guess the fear of the bullet going off in your mouth was enough to distract you. Probably not as effective <sighs> as modern. Horrible. It's not as effective as modern anesthesia, though. Is yeah. It? That's horrible. But that's where that phrase "bite the bullet" came from. You have been shot. Take a chance. You're about to be worked on, and oh, this might go off in your mouth. 
That's yeah. horrible. Oh, don't forget to take a shot of whiskey first and then put the bullet in your mouth. Okay. Because that made it all better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we love to hear from you. And I think we have one of these, another one of these explained for us uh, on our 24-hour voicemail, 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Hi, guys. I just wanted to add to your American sayings and we don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. So this is Melissa. And Hi. The phrase saved by the bell was because decades ago, uh, before all this modern technology, uh, they thought people had passed away, so they would go to bury them. Um, some people were not dead and were either buried alive or oh. if somebody had been to be there, they'd hear banging or anything and were, you know, rescued. However, um, to avoid that situation, they put a bell in with everybody they buried so that if they did in fact wake up they would mm. ring the bell in hopes that somebody would hear them oh my gosh. and hence the phrase saved by the bell so ah. i just wanted to share that i thought it was one of those uh quirky little things that again americans say that most people don't uh realize where it comes from so that's one of my favorites so have a great day thanks for listening Melissa, again, that's Thank horrible. Yeah. I had no idea that's where that came from. I thought from. it was just a fun little school thing. A TV show. <laughs> what if you were the poor soul that wasn't given a bell? <laughs> then you were a poor soul. Um, reach out to us anytime. We do love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So is Reese Witherspoon really going to bring us Legally Blonde 3? Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It looks like Reese Witherspoon, we're hearing it, is in talks to bring us Legally Blonde 3. Trust me, Paulette, you have all the equipment. You just need to read the manual. I'm going to show you a little maneuver that my mother taught me in junior high. Uh, she was in perfect for this. Perfect for it, and because it was the original, it just comes out, it's like a whole new idea, and it, it just hits you as funny. It was fun. You know, the Two- second one, it was like, okay, you should have just left it alone, but... The first one was in 2001. Yeah. The second one was in 2003, so this is a long time coming for number three, so the word is she's in talks, and you mm-hmm. better believe that if she does it, it's going to have her signature and fingerprint all right. over it, because she's that person now. She's an executive producer, and she's all about the content, hence working on things like Big Little Lies 2 on HBO. Right. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. A reminder that the Grammy Awards is coming up this Sunday night, hosted by comedian James Corden, but he's also a singer and he's music y. He's musically inclined. So remember, so have a good skit there. he's going to open the show with music. He's, he just will. Yeah. So Grammy Awards, it's expected to be Jay-Z's night and Kendrick Lamar's night because they have seven nominations each. Mm-hmm. But oh wait, Bruno Mars has six nominations. Um, everybody who's anybody is expected to be there. And, and performing too. And performing. Uh, you know the Grammy Awards. The the clothing is usually kind of crazy and racy. Um, but to I support, just always think of... J-Lo in that dress. Oh, oh, yeah, that was the Grammy Awards that year. I always think of J-Lo regardless. Any dress, yeah. Okay, so (laughs) um, instead of wearing all black like they did to the Golden Globes to support the Time's Up movement, and uh, they're going to, everybody's going to be wearing a white rose so they can still wear their racy things they want to wear. Look for it on CBS Sunday night. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. 
Yeah, it's funny. I guess I wish we had learned more about these sayings in school. Phrases. Just phrases that stick. Some of them come from your parents. Some of them are just part of the way we speak. We don't really (laughs) think about where they came from. Yeah. And so then you really guess, I guess you know what they mean, but you don't know why they originated. Yeah. yeah. And some of them you just hear when your dad's mad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They're not even being mean. I can't share here. Yeah. 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 So uh, we've all heard waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Yes. Sure. Which means what? You're grumpy. Grumpy. Right. Yeah. Grumpy, waking up in a bad, bad mood. Bad start to the day. And so this one came from superstition, and I never knew about this. Oh, right. That apparently th- there was a time period on this planet where things that happened on the left side of the body were either considered bad luck or sinister for whatever reason. It's ridiculous. And so innkeepers would push the bed up against the wall so that you couldn't get out of the left side of the bed. Oh. You could only get out of the right side of the bed, okay. which apparently is the, the right, right side, side of the bed. bed. Right, uh-huh. Exactly, and not the wrong side. So the left was the wrong side of the bed. That means you get up on the left side of the bed every day. That's when we huh. in our sleeping arrangement. Murphy, Who Murphy does. He gets no. up on the wrong side. Well, it depends on which direction you're facing. Oh, fine. Well, wait a second. If you're facing the bed, you get up on the le- on the wrong side. Right. And if we're laying in bed, I do. Is that like a stage right or stage left <laughs> thing though? Because when I'm laying on the bed, I roll to the right to get out of the bed. I don't so know. So technically, I'm on the right side of the bed. You know what? We're always cheery. Doesn't uh, matter. Both of us wake up on the right side of the bed. Yeah, I guess we have to ask the innkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> You know the Titanic was discovered during a, a secret naval mission. Are you been watching the History Channel again? Sam? Well, I thought this was a. I thought it was like a National Geographic trip or some dude that went to. There was a guy that went to get it because he could keep part of the. Uh, yeah. Whatever the riches that were on it, right? Whoever well, discovered it could keep part of the riches. We all know Jack went and found it. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you're thinking about the dude is Robert Ballard. He was an ocean ocean oceanographer, oceanographer and a uh, navy commander in the navy. Um, he's the one who found it, but it was all part of a, a secret mission by the U.S. Navy to find two subs that were sunk in the North Atlantic. Ooh. They wanted them to. He wanted. They wanted them to find them to see if the uh, reactors on those were still dangerous, and if he could find a cause for the reason that they sunk. So sure. they commissioned him. He went out and did it. But before he did, he said, "Look, well, I'm going to be doing this in the downtime in between." I got this thing that I like to do, and it's look for the Titanic. Can I do that since I'm out there anyway and y'all are paying for it? So the Navy actually said reluctantly, sure, go ahead and do it in your free free time while you're out there. So he did the sub thing, and he did the Titanic thing, and because he had mapped it out so well, he knew exactly where to look, and he found it. And so the Navy still kept it a secret that it was a Navy mission to find the Titanic. And so now... They're, they're admitting that, yeah, it was in another National Geographic special. Yeah, he was it actually was out there looking for subs. And while he was doing that on, on in his spare time, he was looking for the uh, Titanic. Good to know. And that's how you, the Titanic was discovered. You, you have been watching your history channel. Mm-hmm. And later today, when you get a chance, come hang out with us after the show on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It's absolutely free to do. Jody's going to dive into the Not So Serious Book Club, which may be a couple of good things for you to do in summer vacation. Totally. And, and I also want to know why Jody keeps checking out the same book over and over <laughs> at the library. So we'll do that after the show today on the podcast.